Welcome to Fans of the Forge Knife or Death Wrap-Ups. We're here with Season 2, Episode 2, entitled Blade Runners. My name is Chris. To my right, we have... Teresa. To my left, we have... Sean. And we are going to jump right into the episode. Right in. Right in. So... So we've got Knife Fight, which apparently changes every episode. So we're going to go quickly through what's different. Um, the first one is Trifecta, where they have to cut through each of the three objects, releasing the torch to light the flames. So it's kind of like one that they did throughout all of first season, where they had to run through the first part and chop and then right. release the things down. Oh, yeah. But they made it harder to cut through. Because they're on like swinging chains yeah, instead of just being... Uh, and they're thicker pieces of wood and yeah. rope that you have to cut through. So it was an interesting new take on that one. So that's the first stop. Then we have box cutter where you have to cut the bottom off the hanging box to release its contents before moving on. So you, you can't just get it empty. You actually have to cut the bottom off also. In half. <laughs> they don't say in half on that they, one, they I don't did, think. I don't think they did for that. They might have. Maybe. I didn't keep track of what no, they of course they didn't. <laughs> um, next is Decapitator, which is effectively the same, followed by something called Thrice, where they have to completely cut through three blocks of ice, um, followed by Lifeline, and then Kill Shot, which is still cutting through ratchet straps, but this time it's six ratchet straps with three swings. Or it, well, and they were all oriented all crazy yeah. rather than just. So you had to kind of like down. plan where you're going to swing. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, so you're going to start it off? Yeah, let's go with uh, we got Dan Linton. He brought a modified English bill hook, and there was a concern about his sharpness on that mm -hmm. weapon. So, going through, uh, boy, I'm not going to remember these. What, what? <laughs> Trifecta. Trifecta. All right, you got one penalty for a broken apparatus. So, yeah, if you broke the chain that was holding the, the wood or the rope Instead on, of the wood itself. Instead of the piece itself, uh, then you got a penalty. BC. Box, Box cutter. Box cutter. <laughs> cutter. <laughs> this is not going to work it's out tough. for us. We'll get there. We'll, It'll we'll, be fine. we'll remember after this one. Uh, it took more than one minute to complete. Who was wounded? He was very winded at that was point. Was that a catchphrase? Winded? No. No? No. I I, again, I don't know. I can't. I didn't keep track. Oh. We'll get to that near the, at right, the end. All right, all right. Um, uh, Decapitator. Decapitator. Three penalties. He failed on all of them. Yeah. That, was, that stunk a little. Well, is this thrice? It is. He swiftly went through all Good three. Time. And lifeline, he failed on the rope. And it was interesting to see... This was the first person to go through and have to cut the rope. That's a standard blade sports style swing that you have to do, right? Yes. It's a rope hanging there, and you just have to hit it at the right angle so that it's cutting through and not pushing. With the first one, a trifecta and the broken apparatus, did he break it on the rope? It might have been on the rope. I don't remember now if he broke it on the rope. Because I kind of remember that being a thing where he broke the apparatus instead of cutting the rope. So yeah. that it makes sense that later on he didn't cut through the rope. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Then next we had Johanna Tria, who had a Filipino ganunting. And it was a very sharp and fast weapon. But it was small and thin. So... It 
the big weakness that Travis kind of put out there was that this might not be great for chopping. And when you go into her run, she got stuck on trifecta chopping through the wood and the rope for six minutes Ooh. on the first first thing. It was it was not good. And then when she went to box cutter, she was gassed pretty bad <laughs> at that point. And um, her legs were giving out when she was swinging at the box. It just wasn't doing any damage. And then she was medically removed by the, by the, the show had to pull her out because it was no longer safe for her to be out there swinging that sword. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you think about how some of these guys go through in, you know, minutes, she spent six minutes on that first thing. Yeah. So guys get halfway through and they're tired. I mean, spend, yeah. and she was really wailing on those things for six minutes. Like that's a lot. Full energy, yeah. Um, so our next contestant was James Clark. He had an Iberian Montante. Is that how we say that? Mm-hmm. It was sixty-four inches long. This thing's taller than me. Five and a half pounds. Possible weakness was that it's slower, and um, there was a bend near the tip. I was I could not believe that this was what this guy was going to be using for the course. <laughs> yeah. It was huge. So for a trifecta, he broke all the apparatus <laughs> <laughs> with this enormous blade. Um, and then for box cutter, just quickly through that, no problems. Decapitator, only one penalty on an onion, which, hey, you know, <laughs> the onions are, are difficult. Um, thrice, he used like an over the head, around the shoulders, move, uh, pendulum styles. How we kind of yeah, I looked it. it up. It was a two-handed cross cut. Was mm-hmm. what I thought was the closest st- uh, technique to what he was doing based on the description. Yep. And so he, you know, moved through that pretty well, and then failed on the rope and lifeline. Yeah, that was a tough one because it was such a heavy blade, and it didn't seem like it was the sharpest blade. Yeah. So moving on, we have Justin Presson. He brought a custom chopper, which was long and thin. Uh, note was possible weakness, and the length was 12 inches. Now, before we go any further, we got messaged by Justin oh. after our well. last episode saying he was so, interested in hearing what we so had to say about his I run. will not talk a bunch of shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... Uh, Trifecta. Good mm-hmm. job. Okay, no penalties. <laughs> Fifty-three seconds. Pretty good. So that was good. Uh, box cutter took about two minutes, and then took a penalty for not fully smashing the second box. Winded. Yeah, a little tired tell. at that point. Um, decapitator. Decapitator. One penalty for the squash. Um, slice but not all the way through. Oh yeah, that kind of that stunk for him because it like it was a flap hanging off. Yeah. Like it would have counted if it just went another maybe half an inch. So this week's decapitator was squash, onions, and pineapples. Yeah. Okay. Then thrice he swiftly went through all three. Lifeline successful, and what's this? What's this? Kill shot. Kill, Kill shot. shot. Yeah. Made it. He needed to be creative with the last swing. Because his first swing, he took out the two middle ones instead of the first three like he was intending. So he had to use a swing to get one, and then he had to like think about how to get the last three. Right. But it was good. Next up, competing, we had Mike DiMaggio with a machete chopper hybrid. And 
the biggest possible weakness he had was his blade was not tested. He just, it was an untested uh-huh. blade. But for trifecta, he had no penalties. He made it through. Good. For box cutter, he passed on both boxes before he could get through them and incurred two penalties because of that. Then for decapitator, he had penalties on the squash and the onions. Thrice, he got through all three without a problem. And then Lifeline, once again, proving to be a difficult section for some of these competitors, and he failed on the rope. At least it's not the fish anymore. It's not the fish anymore, but the it's rope... Not, it's not the fish this time. Th- this mm. time, sure. <laughs> Thought, box cutter. What if you just like take a swing and like I give up on that? Penalty. You get a penalty. Well, yeah, you get a penalty, but your time is going to be. Yeah, if you do, if you decide quick enough that you hit it once or twice, and you're like, "This ain't gonna, <laughs> this ain't gonna happen," then if you take the penalty and you go through everything else, can you strategically quicker. go up and be like, "I'm not going to do that one at all. I'm not going to waste my time trying to hack through it. I'm just going to take a little. I'm going to touch my my blade to it and walk through." Couldn't you do that for all of them though? Theoretically, then right? What's the point? <laughs> Well, yeah, but then you're really racking up penalties there. And it, oh, I think it's like high. a 25-second penalty or something like that if you don't finish. I, I really don't know. I wonder, uh, I'm i just wondering if there's some contingency for something like that for, in the competition where they're going to say, you have to make an effort. Like, it has to be an obvious effort. Maybe yeah, it's a, maybe. a higher penalty if you don't put any effort in. Like Instead of being a 25-second, they'll be like, uh, you didn't even try. That's a minute. Possibly, mm-hmm. or I would just give him a that. DQ. I'd be like, "Listen, you didn't yeah. even try. Like, you're just you're out." No, I feel like if they really wanted to, they could probably just not try and try to, and go on and take the penalty. I think I that's think, kind of how the course works. Is that if well, I you know I suppose maybe if you're like really gassed, mm-hmm. right, and you just can't, yeah, right. So you're just like you're just like trying. You try a little bit, but you're just like I just can't. Like then, you know, it's not like I'm just saying like. Here, my strategy is going to be, I just kind of touch my knife to it. And I'm just going to walk past it. Like, that's not cool. But you, you know. better be fully certain that you're going to be going quickly through everything else after that. And this is, and you don't know what you're going to be going yeah. into. So it's a big risk to do that. I think you might get your ass beat in a parking lot if you just <laughs> end up at the, you know, you know, you end up almost winning or something like that when everyone else is working hard. And That's a good point. Yeah. So then we have Zeke Manacho, had the hooligan cleaver. Wow, that was so badass looking. <laughs> that was so cool. And the possible weakness was the thinness of the blade. So trifecta, no penalties. Box cutter, no penalties. Also winded. Um, decapitator, three penalties. Failed on all the things. Then for thrice, demolished all three. Made it through lifeline and through kill shot. Also needed to be creative with the last swing. Basically, the same thing happened where it got the middle two, had to use the swing to get one, and then needed to get all three at once. So the only two people to make it all the way through were Justin and Zeke going into dead run. Did, did you make a pick for who you thought was going to win? No, but I'll go with Justin. You can go with Justin? I'll go with Justin. <laughs> well, <laughs> Teresa and I... Uh, based on strictly more of a comparison of the blades than the people because they both did great, right? They, you couldn't really judge their performance. It was more based on what, which one had the advantage based on the style of their blade. And we thought that Zeke's was longer and maybe had a little bit more um, power 
uh, behind it when you were going to swing it, so it kind of yeah. gave him a, an advantage going into Dead Run. That was that was what we thought. Yeah, I was really going for like with in Dead Run, they've got these obstacles that sometimes are a little further away, and the twelve inch blade might not reach them. Yeah, Dead Run consisted of a new one, Chopper. You had to cut each rotating target in half. In half. In half. Ball buster, you know. Cut the vine rolling balls. Then there was flying target. Cut the rope and release the meat. <laughs> Their words. <laughs> Their words. And then cut the meat on the downswing and land it on the grate. So then it would then get flamed and grilled up. Ooh. So this, this so it's not was not the water bottle. It was it's the opposite <laughs> of extinguisher. It was uh-huh. throw the meat onto the fire for everyone to have a snack. Then there was free fall, again, cut the fruit like you're a fruit ninja, uh, fire and ice, cut through that big old ice block, and then crash landing, cut through all the flying targets before they can zip past you and destroy the crate to release the contents and cut the rope at the end to finish with your firestorm. So Justin was up first. Sean, why don't you take it away here? I'm not, I can't remember what, what these things are. It's not going to work. <laughs> Sean can't go first. Chopper. No, it doesn't matter what, uh, when I go. <laughs> so Chopper, no penalties. Ball Buster, five penalties. Change the swinging technique on the fifth attempt. Mm-hmm. Ball Buster is a tough one. It, is. it gets a lot of people tripped up. Uh, flying Target, 0 for 3. Free Fall, two penalties. Fire and ice, got through. Crash landing, struggles with the final box, but makes it through. And 11 overall penalties. Which they, they're like, oh, that was not a great run, right? That's not a great one. But it, it, was, it was better than both competitors <laughs> from the first episode. Although some of them were different. But Only two. Ball Buster's going to get a lot of people. Yeah. And the, the flaming... Meet one had the same results as the water yeah. bottles. Yeah, hey. true. Nobody could land <laughs> That's that. That's tough. Meat. Take this. Yeah, it's your turn. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> so then we had Zeke go through dead run, and for Chopper, he had no penalties and exclamation point. Damn, from me on that one. That was pretty impressive. And then for Ball Buster, he had six penalties. He missed the first. I guess he didn't even swing yeah, at it. It just like passed him by. <laughs> I guess he wasn't ready. I don't know. And then we had flying targets. He had zero for three landing on the target. Then free fall. He had six penalties. Didn't even swing at four of them. It was a little. But you could. It wasn't like he was choosing not to do it. He just his timing was not. Yeah, it just was off. Yeah. And then fire and ice cut through with no problem. Crash landing, he struggled a little bit with the final box and made it through. Um, and then he ended with 15 overall penalties mm. compared to Justin's 11. So it comes down to a matter of the co- you add up the penalties and see how, and plus how fast they made it through the course. Justin had a run of. <laughs> Nine minutes and 26 seconds, a.k.a. one of the worst times we've seen in this course. On the third run. On the third run. (laughs) And then Zeke. Zeke. 
Not uh, Keith. I, yeah. I forgot to Oops. change that part. Z <laughs> wins it with a run of eight minutes and nine seconds. So even though he had more penalties, God damn man, he must have flew through the course in comparison, and ended up winning. Winning. So now we get to everybody's favorite part of the episode. The I don't know what the segment's called yet. You had an idea of like the Pee Wee's magic uh, secret. Oh, words. the uh, yeah, that's uh... so Goldberg's secret words. Goldberg's secret words, but it's <laughs> but they're it, not secret. It's not secret. Everybody's heard them, and it's um, not even just Goldberg that says it. <laughs> we took a tally of every time Goldberg said in half, <laughs> and we also took a tally of when Goldberg and Two Lamb. And anyone else on the show said, he's gassed! He's gassed! <laughs> and so, our in-half tally for this episode. Honey, you want to let them know? <laughs> 11 total in-halves, nine of which come from Goldberg and two from Two Lamb. Um, the gassed count, 10 overall, one of which was from the competitor. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy is like, I'm so gassed. <laughs> so... Overall, it was a good episode. Yeah. Um, look, I like the changes. I like some of the new This ones. might be the best episode this season. <laughs> so far. <laughs> and then we get to the points, and it's kind of like whose line is it anyway? The points really don't matter. Yeah, it's kind of wah-wah. Yeah. So, but that's okay. <laughs> Teresa and I are now at two points, and Sean is at one point because he chose Justin rather than Zeke. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'm gassed. So, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for watching the episode. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. Be sure to follow us on Instagram or Facebook or subscribe to us on the YouTubes. And otherwise, thank you for watching. Knife or Death wrap-up for Season 2, Episode 2, Blade Runners. Bye. Who's next? That's Goldberg's catchphrase from when he's wrestling. <laughs> Who's next? Yes. Yes, you are correct. Remember that? Yes, I do yeah. remember that. Oh, at this point, and shout out to Goldberg. Shout out to yeah. Goldberg. For tagging us in his a knife or death post that yet last night, like when it was going to be on, he's like, "Here's knife or death," and he tagged a bunch of people, but he tagged us as well, and it was kind of out of nowhere. So thank you for that, Goldberg. Give you a little Doug Marcata. Okay. Thank you. And that's it. That's the episode. Bye. Fear the spear. That was his move. The spear. Remember that? The jackhammer. We well, had a jackhammer was good too, but the spear was it. Yeah. You know what I noticed? Sean has half. I got half. <laughs> half points. Damn it, Chris. Just trying to help. You're ruining everything. All right. You guys ready? You know what? You, you, you knocked into the light. You, you ruined the lighting. <laughs> You're not even going to be near the guy. We might. You, you might. <laughs> you don't even know. We'll see. Anyway, let's get this shit going here.